You're listening to the Eat Scripture Podcast with Eric and Gina Robinson. We are going through a series on the Psalms, and today we're going to be talking about Psalm 121, which is the first, no, it's not the first, no. um, line. but it's one away <laughs> from the first, so uh, yeah. you're really close. Um, uh, yeah. Of the one... Songs of Ascent. Mm-hmm. Right. Song of Ascent. Psalms of Ascent. However, that's that songs, songs of the Which, sense. explain to us what that means. Um, that this is generally thought of to be kind of like a um, short song book of sorts uh, that would be used by Jews who are on pilgrimages as they're headed for Jerusalem to do yearly or even three times yearly worship because we again we can go back in Leviticus and it tells us there are three particular times particular days when uh, a male from every household um, the the male leader from every household was expected to make pilgrimage to told not expected commanded to make pilgrimage to Jerusalem each year to do worship before Yahweh and so that those were big times so you have people all over the road well naturally people are going to travel in groups I mean it's safer to travel in groups it's better to travel in groups you got help if you need it on any level so people are traveling in groups to Jerusalem and the idea in scripture throughout scripture is that you're always when you're going to Jerusalem you're always going up to God we see that throughout the scripture even when we know they're at a higher place in altitude than Jerusalem and it says they were going up to Jerusalem it's because the reason they're using that is because you're always thinking about how you're getting closer to God and so to do that you're going spiritually higher uh, than you otherwise could possibly get and so even when they're talking anytime they're talking about go to Jerusalem they'll say they're going up going up to Jerusalem I, I really actually love that picture yeah because I, I think we need to think in metaphorical mm-hmm. terms a little bit more sometimes yeah. and that really is helpful right it can actually help us can give us a clue as to get our minds in the right place mm-hmm. to think more metaphorically it could certainly help us so psalm hence going up psalm of ascent you're ascending you're going closer to yahweh on these pilgrimages and as you went together in these groups then you're singing these particular songs are, are the songs that would often be sung because they do have some there's something they're telling they're you about preparing songs. your heart yes <laughs> come into contact with Yahweh and what it means to be in his presence at his house uh, at his temple as it were I mean that's what these are getting you getting your mind to that right place so that you can really enter in well yes and I like to imagine as I've gone through them in the last few years I just like to imagine Jesus as a little boy Mm -hmm. right uh, being with his family and Mm -hmm. going on these pilgrimages to yeah. Jerusalem and these were the songs they were singing mm-hmm. and what that must have been what was going on in his head what was he realizing um, yeah. Yeah. anyway oh I, I definitely very... think that's probably we should probably 
put him in the in the category of having experienced this several times where he was traveling up with his family. You can even imagine it easily when you think of Luke chapter 2 and him going up to Jerusalem and Passover with this extended family and group that's traveling. And even, um, they didn't even notice he wasn't with yeah, them Yeah, so for many a little people while. that they didn't notice, his parents didn't notice he wasn't there at that time. So there had to be a big group going together. What do they do when they're on the road all traveling together? Well, they sing. This is a great time of year. And it's a time just they're like They're celebrating we that they're going to this great time of worship mm-hmm. and um, I think about how and I know this is kind of silly and it's different but on Sunday mornings we're pretty rushed and we're all you know trying to get somewhere and we're late and we're not usually in good moods when we mm-hmm. uh, arrive at church for corporate worship right but what if we had these songs of ascent right that we were singing to put ourselves in the right frame of mind yes that we were going up to worship yeah. the lord together oh i agree what if we did yeah then it would really kind of put us at a better place i would think in our minds for for being closer to god and just to, as a group we're coming together and we're going to offer our hearts to him and what does that mean i mean if we had that just to prepare ourselves you would think that would, rather than just racing to the church building as quickly as we can on Sunday morning. Yelling at each other. Yeah, yeah. being yelling at each other, come, to the, come into his presence like that. Seems like it would be a lot better to kind of prepare yourself along the way. So, uh, yeah, so this song, these Psalms of Ascents from 120 to 134, we have what's basically known as the Psalms of Ascents, the Book of Ascents, however you want to say it. Um, they, they've kind of compacted them for us, put them here together in one place. Uh, and so that's that's why we call them what we do. And that's why they have, I say we call them that. We can see in the superscript in our Bibles uh, that that's what these that's Psalms how they're are called. Right? Yes, they're designated. Some of, some of them are of David. One of them's of Solomon. Um, and But... They've got this Song of Ascents uh, moniker on on each of them, so it's an interesting Mm -hmm. thing. Uh, This, we'll go ahead and jump in in a couple of minutes. Glad you're here. Keep listening. Thanks for sharing. I'm not going to go into a lot of stuff this morning. Just glad you're here and uh, enjoying this with us. Psalms are fantastic, Um, and so I think you'll get continue to get a lot out of this. Glad uh, to be able to do this even uh, for you guys. So... If you want to jump in with us, we're in Psalm 121, and we're going to read through the whole thing, and then we'll start uh, just elaborating on a few of the things in here that that we think you'll find particularly interesting. So just imagine yourself in a big group of friends and family. That's right. Going to worship on this special occasion Mm. together. Psalm 121. I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep you, keep your going out and your coming in, 
from this time forth and forevermore. Wow, that had an awful lot to say about how the Lord keeps mm-hmm. or guards us. Yeah, it's hard to miss that. Yeah, and, and it turns out that's the heart of the song, which we'll yes. talk about a little more in a minute. How I just how love that. Is used, He's but, a keeper. Oh man, yeah, uh, something that if we can walk through life really trusting in, mm-hmm. it'll put our hearts so much more at ease. Right. And that's what I think the psalmist really is trying to impart to. To those who he's talking to now you had said something to me before just about verse one and then how it related to the rest of the verses that i'd kind of love for you to say right now about uh, how this psalm fits together well i think uh, i had read somewhere that this psalm is kind of different because it's kind of in a dialogue mm-hmm. uh, kind of form mm-hmm. and so it's like the crowd maybe or maybe part of the crowd of would the say I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where does my help come? Okay. Okay. Uh, as they're walking along here. Yes. And a priest or a second speaker. Mm-hmm. It could have even been like, you know how we sing echo songs. Mm-hmm. And the yep. women sing one part and the men sing another. I guess yep. it could have been something like that. Mm-hmm. But let's just say the second speaker might have been a priest. And he would say, my help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Yeah. He will not let your feet be moved or your foot be moved. Mm. He who keeps you will not slumber. So he's going to go oh, on gotcha. and expound through the rest. Of, all the rest, yeah, of, this all the rest of the psalm is, is an answer to that first, to the very first question. question. That's right. So verse one, we get the question from the group. Oh no, where will our help come from? What if we need help? Where, right. will, it, where will it come from? And then the, the either the one or maybe yeah. a few however they work it out in their singing but i just imagine that they're going along and it's kind of a lull has happened and they're walking along and somebody in the crowd says oh uh, yeah i lift up my eyes to the hills from where does my help come yeah and, they and of course they know this so yes. they jump in yeah yeah I can absolutely imagine that. That's a beautiful thought, actually. I really think that's fantastic. Awesome. And so then we get verse 1 and 2 that are the only ones with that first person. Yes. Where, because in verse 2, the first answer that comes back to the person who's asking is, well, my help comes from Yahweh. And then he starts just directing it to the person who asked the question. He won't let your foot be moved. He will keep you Uh, He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord's your keeper. So it's just you, 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 all the way through the rest of the psalm being addressed to that person who asks the question, hey, there is somebody who wants to protect you, who wants to keep you. And uh, Yahweh will do that for you, Yahweh. So so just that first first two verses are in the first person, and the rest of it is that answer directed it at the person um, you you who will be kept by God so go back going back then uh, up to the beginning and let's just talk yeah, about talk that about for, the a question little bit for a minute yep, yeah. the question I lift up my eyes to the hills from where does my help come now why is he even why is that even his question why why would you lift up your eyes to the hills and Eugene Peterson really kind of 
said something so I found so interesting about this, and that is、um, he wrote a book called "A Long Obedience in the Same Direction." It's actually the first book he wrote, and it is all about the Psalms of Ascents. And so when he gets to this one, he makes a point out of how, in the day that this would have been so widely used and known and constantly、um, a, a part of the culture, the Hebrew culture. That it would have been common to know that as you're passing through the countryside, you're surrounded by hills where people are doing worship on、uh, to foreign gods on the high places. High places, Surround, right? Yeah, exactly. So the idea was you get higher up to where the gods can you can get close to the gods. They can see you better. You can they can hear you better. Your sacrifices, yeah, and your offerings are closer to God. So the Bible, throughout the Bible, we hear about the high places, the high places, the high places. I, you know, God just brings it up again, and again, and again. He chides the people. Constantly being out on the high places when they should be worshiping him at his temple. Well, the high places were literally high places. They're high up. On They're on the tops the of the hills and the mountains. And so, whenever this person who's asking in verse one, I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where does my help come? I'm looking around at these hills. Which one of them is the best place to ask、right. for? Which of these、help? gods? Yes, which of these gods who I could worship on these hills would be the one? Is it Baal? Asherah, Baal, Chemosh—I mean, who knows? You know, these are just Molech. These are all gods、um, of the of the ancient world. And so, which one? You know, which hill do I go to? Where do I find the best help? And of course, that's when the line comes in from, like we had already said, from the others、uh, who answer. Well, my help comes from Yahweh. My help comes from Yahweh. That's the God, the one who made, who made heaven and earth. Exactly. Look at all those hills. Those are nothing to Him because He actually made them. The gods that you're looking to for help. What? What's Baal? Baal's a storm god. Well, what's that compared to the God who made all things? My God is the one who made all this. He's not just the storm god above it. I mean, He is. The one who brought everything into existence. So how much better to worship that God? You know, I want to. I want to know that God. I want to be helped by Yahweh. And so Yahweh's the one that you should turn to. He's the one I turn to. Verse two.、So、he's he the takes one you it, should turn to. Person takes it right back to creation.、Mm-hmm. Right, all the way back to the very beginning. Remember, who made all things? Yahweh's the one who did all of this.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always remember,、um, or at least sometimes I remember when I'm thinking about the way, thinking about worshiping gods, a god of this or a god of that, and people who worship these different gods.、Um, there's a scene in the old movie, the old Arnold Schwarzenegger movie,、uh, where he's playing Conan the Barbarian, and he gets into a conversation with another, with a traveling partner、uh, that he winds up with. About which God they worship, which God do you, who do you worship? And then the guy asks him, you know, what God do you worship? And and they wind up talking about their separate guy. I think the one worshipped the God of Luck. I think that his friend he's traveling with worshipped the God of Luck, and he talked about why. And then when he asked Conan, and、um, Schwarzenegger, Conan says, you know, that he worships the God of Steel, you know, because he's such a strong God and carries、yeah. this nice. 
big sword of steel and everything. And that's how that reminds me, or to me, I think about that and I think, well, that, that is how simple we are. We are mm -hmm. simple beings like that. That's right. exactly what we would choose. Well, my God's God of steel. He's very right. strong. Well, my God's God of luck. I mean, he's right. the one who makes sure that I have good fortune as I go through my days. And so I give all my offerings to him. It's kind of like um, we ask each other, what superpower would you Yeah, almost like that, I mean, right. Yeah, the one I like the most, the one that mm -hmm. makes me feel the best mm -hmm. about. Yeah, exactly. We do it facetiously, but actually, you know. We're actually okay. doing it. Yeah, we're actually <laughs> doing it. We're really actually doing it. Um, and so we have our own gods that we worship. We just don't call them gods. Mm -hmm. um, and so we, we can worship the god of money or we can worship the god of power, success, luck. Um, luck. <laughs> we can worship people still worshiping the god of luck. I've done all the time. Uh, and so, yeah, yeah, yeah you name it. And so all of these things, we're just not going to talk in those terms, but that's the same kind of question that's being asked here in verse one in the Psalm, which one of these hills should I go up on and ask that God to be with me because I want to make sure I'm covered. And, uh, and so, the, you know, the answer that comes back is, oh, Yahweh, Yahweh's the only one mm -hmm. worth giving your attention to. Yes. He's the one who created everything. He created everything. And let me tell you, he won't let your foot be moved. Mm. Yeah. He who keeps you, he doesn't sleep. Right. These other gods sleep. Mm. And they're, yep. uh, yeah. Yeah. Whether or not, uh, Eugene Peterson also talks in his book about how, you know, that Baal would have been, Baal and other gods would have been thought of as sometimes needing sleep. Yeah. Um, and of course, that's the, whether he's, no matter how sarcastic Elijah is being in 1 Kings 18, 27, when he's talking to the priests of Baal, hey, maybe you should shout louder. He's probably asleep. You need to wake mm -hmm. him up. Um, whether or not he's being facetious at the moment or sarcastic at the moment, that seems to have been a real thought among the right. ancient ones that your God sometimes could be sleeping. And part of the priest's job is to wake up the God so that he's listening whenever his people are uh, offering their hearts up to him. Mm -hmm. And so sure enough, that could be that that could be part of the reference that this psalm is making or this psalmist is making. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber or sleep. Hey, Yahweh does not sleep. He never he sleeps. He doesn't need sleep. There's not a need for sleep. Exactly. Right. He's constantly attentive. There's no need to wake him up. Is another great reason to worship Yahweh. He's never going to be, you're never going to have to worry about him. Oh, he might be asleep right now. I don't know. Maybe he's just well, not what about to watch. when he Jesus is asleep in the boat and there's the storm? <laughs> and yeah. then he calms nature. He tells the waves to stop. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I can see somebody coming back at that. Well, he was asleep. <laughs> well, even if they were to try and use that, of course, um, that's that would be on a completely different level. I know you're not asking the question no, because I'm, you're, you're, yeah. you're. I'm just trying to think of. Oh, people are. What if people were to yeah. say, "Hey, Jesus needed sleep." Mm -hmm. Well, of course, Jesus is fully human at that point. As much right. as he's fully God, he's also fully right. human. Of course, he's sleeping. But what the what I think that passage is showing us more than anything is Jesus's faith in the Father. Uh -huh. He can sleep during the storm because he knows, hey, this is a good yeah, sidetrack. The Father is mission. sleeping. Right. Yeah, God totally has this. 
I have a job to do, and I'm trusting in my father, and so he's totally got this. the The job's going to wind up like he wants it to, because, and if that means that we go through a storm right now, so be it. But it's not going to deal derail the mission, because God's hand is on it. So we're okay, um, and that's what he wants the disciples to get from it too. And that would be that would go along with the meaning yes. that this. Exactly. Psalmist would want. Which is perfect. You know, yeah, exactly. Have we faith, have to trust, trust in him. God, because he's not he's not sleeping, he's not slumbering. This Don't may, worry, this things may are okay. Seems scary. Right? It may seem like there's danger all around, mm-hmm. and we don't know where to go for help. But mm-hmm. he is. Keeping us. He totally has this. He has totally got this. Yeah, he is keeping us. So the Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. Verse five. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. So, just so y'all know, as you're listening, we've got the word keep in Hebrew, uh, shemor, uh, used exactly six times in this psalm, and then this word which is in the second half of verse 5. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. Your shade. That is a metaphor that's used, which has a very similar connotation right. in this psalm to the word keep. So six keeps, and then right in the middle of the six, with three on either side, we have this word shade to, to give us another picture for what it means for God to really, and Being this time it's metaphor. shadow of his wings. That's right, it's shadow, yes. shade, shadow. That's right. That's exactly what it is. So, yeah, being under the shadow of his wings is another way that we hear about receiving his protection in the Bible. Um, and so, the Lord is your shade on your right hand, something that you would desperately want in yes, think about, walking. Think about walking from wherever you live to Jerusalem yeah. out in this arid mm-hmm. desert. Deserty like uh, countryside. Countryside. You are looking for shade, and <laughs> you I'm. Are. We're talking about are. this on a day when it's supposed to be 108. Yeah, here, by the way, where we yeah, live. This is where we live today. And so we know. <laughs> yeah. How important the shade is. The shade is, is awesome, <laughs> and so yeah, if you can imagine that you're walking, you're making these long treks, and you're just loving the idea that a cloud could come mm-hmm. over, come over the. Uh, in between you and the sun give you some shade for a while well, well Yahweh is always the shade who's there for yes. you he's always giving you cover and protection what and, a relief yes and relief even a tiny tree to stand under for a minute when you're out walking in the sun oh man so, so imagine great. he is always your shade that's right perfect perfect metaphor and then to follow it up with line six or verse six is again just tying the poetic beauty together. The sun shall not strike you by night nor the moon by night. So the next line we get after shade is you won't get a sunstroke. Exactly. Which is, it, I'm yeah. sure, was a real danger. Oh, for sure, right? Had for them. Yeah, no so. question. Um, and so, yeah, they would they would be worried about that kind. Of, you would think that they'd seen that happen. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the very kind of thing that could happen. If you don't have enough water and the sun is just too much for you, surely they did see that happen. So the sun can't strike you by day, nor the moon by night, which there are a couple of different authors we read that brought up how this probably related to them, to the idea of the moon was a strange thing. Didn't always understand the moon or what it did. And sometimes it made people crazy. The like, idea which called moonstruck. moonstruck. Yes. Which I had no idea. Which, yeah, who would have thought, I mean, that this was a thing. But yeah, the sun can't hurt you. But we don't think of, you know, oh, we don't have moonstroke. Well, they thought their 
there's the moon might hurt you too. I mean, there are ways, there are things that the moon can do to your brain, um, do to your mind too. And people get weird at night. You know, the weird. Um, as I think about that, it's it's kind of known and and often you know teased about. I think more than anything else from the stories I've read or different things、um, you see on TV or whatever interviews, whatever. Both the police and hospitals,、um, people who work、okay. in the I guess industries you might call. I don't know their industry service. service. Yes,、yeah, sir, in the in service industry, whatever、um, that are、um, particularly first responders or whatever will tell you that calls go up on full moon nights. Right. Oh,、um, absolutely. Which is so strange. See, why does that happen? What is that? Well, I don't know. Nobody can really explain. It's kind of weird.、Mm-hmm. You know, why would it happen? Who knows. But for whatever, so that's probably been the idea for a long so, time. So yeah, people have always kind of carried this with them. There's this: the moon is a strange thing. It、uh, makes people do it. As it gets bigger and fuller, boom, things get weirder. And so, so he's knows, even going to protect you from that. Yes, even from that. Even the moon can't hurt you either.、And、so then, verse seven: Yahweh will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. He will keep your life.、Mm, yeah. That's right,、okay. and there's no evil, all evil, no evil can get to you.、Mm-hmm. He will guard you from all evil, and he will guard your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in. The Lord will keep you in your going out、yes. and your coming in. So the day to day again, the day to day, yeah. Coming and going. There's just never a time when he's not going to be with you. He'll go with you when you leave. He'll be with you when you reach your destination. There, there's no, and and he'll be with you all in between. Yes. You know, there's no, no time when he'll leave you. He'll always be there. That's a wonderful thing to know when you live in a world where you're, you know, you're a little concerned about making long trips and, you know, being on the road a lot, whatever it might be. But Yahweh never leaves. You never have to make sure he's watching today. You never have to make sure he's awake. Uh, there's not going to be any of that. all these other gods that are being offered on these hills、mm-hmm. have limitations.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, in all of this, that's right. They all have but limitations. He, but the speaker is making a point、mm-hmm. that God is not like that. No, Yahweh no. is not that way. That's right. He's different. Yes, and it'll be last line from this time forth and forevermore. There's never going to be a time when it's not right when he's not. Constantly attended to you and to everyone, and it just as time immemorial goes on,、uh, goes on backward, goes on forward. God will always be watching out、right. for His people. I think that takes us back to the sovereignty of God, just like He made heaven and earth back、mm-hmm. in verse two. He's forever.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is His sovereignty. He's from the beginning to the end. He's、yeah. The Creator, He's yeah. Overall,、uh, agreed.、Um, goes back to the beginning. Kind of wraps the whole song、mm-hmm. together. That He is over everything, all of creation, all of time. There's、mm-hmm. nothing that He is not、yes. constantly attentive to. So we can trust Him. Yeah, and therefore we can trust Him. Therefore we trust Him. We put our faith in Him. We know that He is the one that we need to be constantly giving ourselves over to. And putting our heart、uh, in His protection, under His protection—not just our heart, but ourselves, our very、mm-hmm. lives.、Um, you know, we, we give them all to Him because we know that He's the one who will be there for us. 
So very reassuring, meant to be that for the people who are singing it, um, who are on their way uh, as they make this ascent to Jerusalem. And so it becomes this beautiful piece for us to remember just as we are going about life, making our travels from one place to another, wherever we are, whatever time it is, God protects, God always watches over, God is the one who keeps. And so we give our hearts to him because we know that he's never leaving us alone. I'm just imagining us, you know, as we go about <laughs> maybe just our every day, but, mm-hmm. you know, if we're going to worship corporately, mm-hmm. if we are heading to church camp or, you know, whatever it is that we're about to do mm-hmm. and we're passing all the places that offer us happiness, mm-hmm. yes. satisfaction in whatever way it can. Right. Any kind and of we material are looking around. Or Where can I, you know, pleasures? Or, all these things yeah, that, are, that the world offers. Yep, to satisfy our souls. And then to remember, no, Yahweh is the only one who satisfies. Mm-hmm. He's the one that keeps us. He's mm-hmm. worthy of our trust, and we oh, can yeah. be at peace mm-hmm. knowing that. Right, and we can drive right past all those other things. Mm-hmm and look to God. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that that is beautiful. That is where this psalm really comes into play for us, I think. And so, man, what a great little trip. It's just a short psalm. I mean, it's uh, just this eight lines Mm -hmm. that we're reading here, really, that um, just have such great relevance to our lives so important for us to hold on to and can become a real source of strength for us when we're being battered by the world constantly so keep these in mind everyone really read this again if you get a chance take a look into the songs mm-hmm. of a sense a little more and i think that you will um, find some great solace there and great comfort there we're going to go continue to go uh, with Psalm of Ascents as we go into Psalm 123 next, another very short psalm um, that we will take a look at and kind of get an eye for what this one is saying. But I think you'll have a good time as we go through it too. So take a look at it ahead of time and we will look forward to talking to you soon. We're so glad you joined us. Obviously, we always appreciate you sharing or whatever um, you might want to say about Psalm um, or respond back to us even if you want to through our website eatscripture.com but we are always happy uh, to take comments or whatever otherwise we will look forward to talking to you again in just a few days and we hope you have a great great week god bless